good, family, man? There's some people pile up on the stream. Black African Power family. We say Black African Power to celebrate our blackness. What's going on? I see you, Anusha. What it do? What it do? What it do? Miss Harris, how you feeling? Go ahead. We got that good topic today. Is vaccines more deadly to the community than SARS-CoV-2? In the novel, SARS-CoV-2. Uh, it's important, you know, that the conversation is heating up and uh, we need to get the community right. Uh, we're not here to force a person to do anything, but we're here to force you to think. Uh, you gotta think in this world. Uh, that's why you're able to see me. After all I've been through, uh, you develop good friends, good intelligent friends, and through having intelligent friends, hopefully you can have educational conversations that will help you through situations as you grow and develop as black people in North America, okay? Uh, I wanted to just kinda show you the New York best bestsellers, uh, Richard Dawkins, okay, the ancestor tale, all right, it's one of the works that, you know, you, you read, right, not saying you got to read it at one time, but you can kind of flip through the table of contents and kind of basically figure out what it is you need uh, to understand and, and just, you know, to get you up there, okay, it's valuable, valuable, all right. So you say, well, what the hell does Dawkins and Ancestors Tale have anything to do with coronavirus? We're going to get into that. Uh, just basic understand a basic class in biology, which most people aren't going to do, will let you know there's a connection between evolution and viruses. And a good example would be what's going on uh, in Europe right now. They have a new strand of the coronavirus. Um, and so people are asking questions about that. Well, uh, will the vaccine that we got uh, will it be able to handle the new strand? How does that work? And, you know, so those questions are good questions. And so, uh, so far, they haven't had any problems with the particular vaccine covering that. And if they need to add or take away uh, some different elements to it, okay, then they'll do that. And then, of course, they got to go through the process of getting it actually, uh, uh, you know, put through for emergency use, the whole process takes about that'll probably take them about six weeks to do that um but that i mean the whole thing is essential but understanding evolution will help you understand the conversation now i'm not expecting you know people period uh on, on the whole population to understand the conversation but particularly we talking about the black community and so if you can remember lyrics to certain rap songs and get it then you can actually remember certain aspects of evolution just the basics and get that too. So we, you know, we don't want to under undersell our ability to think. And, and and that's viable and important. We think every day. In the hood, we think how to navigate around certain things. We we, we we're very intelligent. So I don't wanna I don't wanna understate that our community can get what we need to get. Uh you know, it's just based off of the income status, based off of daily daily lives and struggles that you might not have a chance to read a book like that. Well, you know, Ancestors Tale by Dawkins. But the reality is we listen to music all day long. So I'm just saying in our community, 
We need to, you know, if you're going, if you're going to listen to music all day long, take an hour out. Take 15 minutes out, okay? Plug in your auto book and bang. Classes online, plug that in for 15, 20 minutes. That's all I'm asking. 15, 20 minutes will help you understand basic biology, okay? You can tune into the Pseudo Killers channel, Amaral Squad, Masi. We talk about this all the time, MBK. These subjects, man, are what we do. Kofi Pasai Research Team. Uh, we, we, we we practice scientific literacy. Uh, make sure y'all tune in uh, the beginning of the next year, somewhere the, the weekend of the 4th, the week of the 4th. Uh, we're going to have the University of Maryland uh, come through. A school of Medicine. Okay? Uh, they deal with vaccines around the world. And, you know, we're going to ask the tough questions. So I'm asking y'all to send y'all questions that y'all want me to ask at pseudokillers at gmail.com. Pseudo killers, that's AS killers at gmail.com. You know, uh, what questions would you like me to answer, Axie, uh, a, a virologist? Okay, so that's going to be that's going to be a real, real good build there. Um, uh, we bring in the big guns, so they're not they're not there to debate and go back and forth like we do. Um, yeah, they're definitely not there for that. Uh, they're there, they're there to teach and answer questions, those fine details that we might miss, uh, just based off of the educational level, based off of them actually being in uh, Africa, based off of them actually setting up trials, and just based off of their work, okay, in the global community, all right, important. So, so they actually do science of vaccines. They're virologists. A lot of times we get it twisted because a person might have a PhD. It's a lot of this going around now. They'll have some doctors or what perceived to be doctors like uh, like the crazy guy. I can't even think of his damn name from the Nation of Islam, Riza Islam. Like He really think we stupid, right? He has a panel of people wearing white coats. Like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? So you're taking advantage of imagery right now. And we supposed because one, they white and two, they have on white coats that they have some type of authority in said subject matter. Your fullness. We want to know what their credentials are, okay? But if you just got a, a degree in physics or degree in paleontology or anthropology or, 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 or PhD, just a doctor, man, I don't want to hear that authority coming from them. I want to deal with the people that actually study the subject matter. You won't find, where are the virologists that support the nation of Islam and RZA? Where are they at? Where, where are your virologists at? Right, they don't have it. And so he tricks us with the picture game because you know the picture is worth a thousand words. We know this. So they trick us with that foolery. And we call that tomfoolery when you have a panel of Europeans understanding our relationship for the last five, six hundred years, right? And you take advantage of that. You hogtie that to imagery of white coats. We know, you know, they white, you know, automatically make you look a little heavily based off definition, based off the way our minds been trained. So we're looking at these white people with white coats for sure. And they're backing him for sure. It has to be right. So we got to kind of stomp that out. So we got to counter that. We got to counter with the counter. Okay. So we don't know who's on that panel with Reza Islam. We don't know. We, we, where's their website at so that we can know what they know. So that we can see if they're qualified to back your pseudoscientific claims, Rizzo. We never got that. But we will on the pseudo killers. Wait, we're going to have qualified virologists, right? 
and put their website up, man. I want y'all to be familiar with that. Read their website, read what they do, right? And make sure y'all send good questions. I need the pseudo questions. I just need it all, okay? We're going we gonna to get that right, yo. Man, I don't know what... Pro uh, all of them, all the pseudos are scammers. There's a running theme with the pseudos. They play the vegan card, okay? They overuse the word nature and misuse the word nature. They practice pseudoscience. They're science deniers and they're anti-vaxxers. And they claim to be fighting for black liberation, but yet bring in unqualified Europeans to teach on subject matter. That's the running theme with the pseudos. So our whole community is based in that. Shout out to Professor James Smalls. Super duper elder. Shout out to him. Had an excellent conversation with him yesterday. As a matter of fact, I got to call him up today. And, um, and help him with this project he want me to help with. Shout out to him. Okay? Um, so, let's really get into... Uh, shout out to Ifa Kilimanjaro. Shout out to him. Another elders. I ain't got but so many elders. Got about maybe two and a half. Right? Everybody else, they damn pseudo. Okay? So, let's get into the subject. Is the novel... SARS-CoV-2, more dangerous to the black people, more deadly to the black people, or the vaccines. This is really the conversation here. I can understand, shout out to my man, my best friend right there in the world, Jace Harris. Very intelligent guy right there, man. Man, hit him up on his Facebook, man. Very intelligent guy, man. I'm here today, right, being able to do this based off of having good, trustworthy friends like that guy right there, Mr. Jace. Like, and I tell the world that, yo, like he was there for me through the ups and downs and the downs and ups and the ins and goddamn outs. So ain't no fronting, right, when it come to him or having a conversation. Simple as that, yo. Man, that's called honor and trust right there. So shout out to you, brother Jace, and your family and everybody else. Shout out to you. So it's important. To know the differences. So, if you go to the CDC website, right, and this is the part that's going to get not only the white community, but 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 a lot of the black community for real, based off of the trust, based off of certain experimentations and all that. This is what's going to get them. When you go to the CDC website, for you to really grasp what's going on, you got to. It's a lot of information you got to understand. So I'm saying 99% of what I know, or what the groups I promote know that the everyday or regular community just don't know. So when you go to the CDC website and they showing you about getting vaccinated, uh, they, 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 they give you the symptoms. Uh, what may occur when you get the vaccine? So they show you a picture. They say, you may have a fever. Uh, you might be tired for a couple of days. You might have chills, okay, for a few days. These are the mild symptoms. Well, at this point, when you're looking at it, you're saying, wait a minute. That sound like COVID. That sound like the flu. Why I want to take that? Now watch this. When you go to the next page, it really reinforces that. Now severe symptoms. Uh, you might not be able to breathe. You might have severe chills. You might have some type of allergic reaction. Call call healthcare professionals. At this point, you're saying, well, goddamn. Why? Why would I? Okay, mild symptoms. Fever. Could. Fever. Chills. Okay, 
tiredness for a few days. You're thinking, and then severe, right? In some cases that they could be possibly happen to you, right? You're thinking, why? And then you read on and it says, and after you get vaccinated and all that, wear your mask, okay? And practice social distancing. At this point, most people have jumped off the ship. I'd rather take my chance with COVID. Most people I know have uh, mild symptoms, might have a cold, may have sneezing, uh, might have some chills for a day or two, might not feel nothing. Why would I take a vaccine and still got to practice social distancing and still got to wear a mask? That's a hell of a question right there. That's going to be the question we're going to ask the biologists. Let me tell you how I want to tackle that. First of all, I understand that. Because even when I read it, I got to say, it's a good joke, right? Not to mention the memes that's on uh, Facebook where where it talks about how uh, uh, Bell Palsy, you be like, ah, right? But you don't understand that the Bell Palsy, as long as a few a few people got the Bell Palsies, right? About maybe, I think it was like four, Sean, no, I think it was like three or four, but that's normal in the population period. Most people try to take the trials out of, humans meaning this because it's a vaccine trial does not mean that the same things that happen to all humans aren't going to still happen so they look at they they look at the stats and they see that in the population a certain amount of people get bell palsy so it's it, it makes sense for the certain amount of people that's in a vaccine i mean this in a vaccine trial to get bell palsy that does not mean that the vaccine caused it at all now if you get alarming numbers then you can say oh man there's a correlation between that right back to the point i'm making here why is it should I take a vaccine, right, where I can get flu-like symptoms? Coronavirus can give you flu-like symptoms. Chills, which is, is a flu-like symptoms for a couple days, possibly. Coronavirus can give me chills for days, possibly. Fever, man, coronavirus, flu could give me a fever a couple days tired feeling a little wiped out for a couple days coronavirus can do that to me why do i take the vaccine i'm thinking if i take the vaccine then i'm i'm escaping all that then why i gotta wear a mask and then why i gotta practice social distancing i'm in the same spot now ignorance to the subject matter will lead you to believe that you're in the same spot you're really not right we talk about this all the time there are things that could happen to you after you recover from the infection, the disease called COVID-19, okay? There are things that could be life long-term, okay? Heart problems, liver problems, stomach problems, uh, all types of problems that could, that could affect you for the rest of your life. That is the difference. Not to mention there are more things that they haven't even learned yet that could possibly happen to you. That's the difference there. That is the difference. First, next point, vaccines aren't 100% and no one should ever promote that as, as such. That would not be science at all. Nowhere closely remoted, re remotely to being science. Okay, 94%, 90%. Uh, the flu vaccine is about 65%. So you still want to wear a mask, no matter what y'all say. It's about not getting the disease, y'all. And it's about having the best protection. That's what it's about. 
Okay? There are comorbidities that people have. So it's important for them to get vaccinated and still wear masks and practice social distancing. You want to be covered point blank. Okay? That's not hard to understand, but if you're ignorant to what coronavirus can actually do, what, 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 is the, what can actually happen long term with COVID-19, if you're ignorant to that, then you're looking at the CDC saying, man, I'll take my chances. Hell, it look like y'all giving it to me. No, the vaccine does not give you COVID-19. It does not give you any disease. So that's important to understand that. I mean, very, very important to understand. So I can understand how uh, 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 people would actually go to the website and actually read that and actually uh, 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 kind of be a little afraid of taking the vaccine, okay? And then all you got to do is get in touch with your local pseudo, like Ali Muhammad, Riza Islam, the whole nation of Islam, uh, the young pseudo, uh, Inky, Right, run across them guys in their videos, right? And I could completely understand why you wouldn't take the vaccine. Forgetting about that there's a pathogen out there, okay, that is mutating and can affect your life for the rest of your life, can potentially kill you. I left that one out. Where's the evidence that vaccines are killing black people? Because I always ask the question, how many people do you know that have succumbed to drug habits? How many people you know that have succumbed to drinking? We all have family members that have drank themselves to death. We all have people that have been strung out on drugs and died from that. Uh, heroin overdose, cocaine overdose. Ruined your life for a very long time. Uh, how many people do we know, friends and relatives, that did not graduate from high school? My father got out of school, didn't graduate from high school. Matter of fact, he got out of school, I think, in the fifth grade. My father taught himself how to read. Okay? So how many people do we know dropped out of high school? How many people do you know that never even went to college? How many friends do we know, okay, that has succumbed to gun violence? Man, we got, we got hundreds of friends that died because of gun violence. Specifically in Baltimore, Maryland. Shout out to my Baltimore people, man. Be more in the damn house. How about locked up in prison and jailed? Hundreds of them. When you go to jail, you be like, damn, it's a party in here. You see all the people you thought was dead or didn't know where they was at when you go to jail. But how many people do we know, right, that have died from a vaccine or have had a vaccine injury? You only start knowing them people when you get into the pseudo community and start talking about vaccines, then everybody swear they knew somebody to die from a vaccine, right? Based off of the misinformation, based off of just lying. But for the most part, most black people don't know any of those things. They know about the drug addiction. They know about dying from drugs. They know about the gun violence. They know about getting locked up by the police. They know about not finishing school. They know about uh, going to college not finishing. They know about a lot of stuff, but they don't know about people dying for vaccines. So if that's the case, what has changed our mind? Okay, when I was talking to personnel from the University of Maryland, medicine, right? They talked about less than 40% of black people want to get vaccinated. 
And she gave me the reasons why she felt it was that. So we're at the point where it's important for professionals to come on the platforms that seem to be a little rough around the edges. Might have some cussing every now and then. Maybe not as polished as they need be. But we speak to the ground roots. We speak to the hoods. We speak to the rappers. So it's important for professionals to get in that setting. Now we got to protect. We got to protect them from that. Like I ain't going to have no Yahoo get on there and start cussing and fussing and debating them down. You could debate me because I'm not a virologist. Okay? But you can't debate a person that that's what they do. Because they do science. They do vaccines. So people like Ali, Bobby, Muhammad, and all the other pseudos, they're on the sideline talking crazy about scientific work that comes from scientists. So, so, so the good things that come from scientists and the positive things that come from vaccines, they don't mention that, but they'll talk about the side effects, though. Well, where did you learn about the side effects? You learned about the side effects coming from the vaccine scientists because only the vaccine scientists know about the side effects because they help develop the product. And in helping develop the product, they know the good and the bad of it. So the pseudo only chooses to, 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 to uh, uh, amplify things that they believe are going wrong with vaccines that make them not safe. But everything that we know about vaccines, okay, comes from the scientists that actually produce the product. And it comes from the scientists that actually constantly monitoring vaccines. All vaccines that they put out, no matter when they put out, they still monitor them. The pseudo is monitoring the mistakes that happen in vaccines or, 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 or the hiccups or, or anything. That's all they look at. But guess where they got to get that from, y'all? They got to get it from the scientific community. So I don't understand the anti-scientific jargon. I don't understand the denial of science when all the pseudos, they can only collect the data from scientists. Where else they going to get it from? And they take that data and they misconstrued it and they misinform it. They mess it all up and they lie and they cheat and they steal. These people are taking advantage of us. The same people that take advantage of the European community, right, has been downloaded into our community. So this conscious community thing, this pseudo community thing is starting to infect the rest of black America. Simple as that. We can see it. It's in hip-hop. Hip-hop is really pseudo. The information, when they call themselves spitting knowledge, is pseudo. The cosmos, we bring the sun and the moon to start, and it be pseudo. It don't be, it don't be science at all. Okay, Ali Muhammad come on the stream and start talking about a sun will replace our moon. And y'all went for that? Like, do you understand the gravitational pull of a sun? Entering the sun's atmosphere or gravitational pull? How, like, really? I'm going to calm down. Let me stay in my calm, cool mode. So what, what I really want to tell you is that I can't make you read and I can't make you study. But everybody know where I came from, right? And everybody know what I've been through, okay? Especially the brothers and sisters. Grew up, the brothers and sisters I grew up with, they, they, they get it. But I understand it was the level of education we got growing up. So, so, so I, I do, I have empathy for those who don't got time to do what I do. I actually do. 
That's why I'm not calling you a slave because you don't know. So we we we, we gotta have empathy for that. And so it's just it's just important that you know we do our job. People like Cyber Bay, Cyber Bay. Uh, he's on live streams. He's an anti-vaxxer. Uh, he's promoting uh, uh, vegetables and chicken noodle soup and algae and iron lungs and just uh, nonsense to stop vaccines. Let me say this. This is what I really want to say. Don't go to your preacher for your science. I'm going to say it again. Do not go to your preacher for your science. Go to your preacher for your religion and your specific religion. You wouldn't go to a Baptist preacher to learn about Hinduism. He might understand it, might have some conversation, but you wouldn't go to them for that. You go to a Christian preacher to talk about Christianity and learn about that. Do that. But never go to your preacher for your science. What is science? Science is to know. Science is dealing with the natural forces and understanding the natural forces on earth. So we should have been groomed at an early age. But but we blame the school system. But the reality is you got to blame your parents. Your parents had to tell you, well, uh, uh, where do humans come from? Or how do humans be humans? How are white people and black people and Chinese people? Where, where, where are their origins at? Your parents got to know that. So when you go to school, you learn it in science class. Let me get mental dialogue on here, man. Yo. Maybe I can get him in here. My mental dialogue. Black Socrates, how you doing, brother? Hey, man. You always killing it, man. Just wanted to give you props, man, and just the way you're moving through it. You just on point. And the one thing I would like to add, because you just talked about it when you was talking about Sabir Bay promoting the, you know, chicken noodles. And what happens is a lot of times when people like you or I push vaccines from a scientific perspective, a lot of times the comeback to us is often the idea of what about holistic approach? They don't understand that we're saying do the holistic and take the vaccine. It's not an either or conversation. But the assumption right. is because we're pushing the vaccine as the scientific community is because both are as a better approach. Because absolutely, we don't want to lose anybody who has an underlying condition. If there's things they can do to avoid having an underlying condition, then and even with the vaccine, both of them are get better than either one alone. So you can do holistic or you can get the vaccine and still be unhealthy and there still may be some type of risk associated with it. So the idea is people should not assume that we're saying either or, we're just putting the information together that's gonna to be most helpful for our community. So I love how you handle it, King. I just wanna throw that out. I think, I mean, you, you, you just got a, a, a sense of what need to be added to messages. And I think you do it all the damn time. I, I mean, how the hell you do it? You, I mean, boom. And normally you'll call me up later and say, ah, but I'm glad you, because you're right. I'm never not saying don't have a proper diet. I am never not saying don't 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 use your herbs or take your vitamins. That's not what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying that. When I educate on what a herb can do and what it can't do, that's a different subject. So so I'm saying that vaccine science has been an integral part of human life for about 225 years. There's no denying the overwhelming evidence. Okay. 
There's no denying that. Okay, now scientists love to bicker and argue back and forth over things, right? They, scientists are very skeptic. But once you have overwhelming evidence, then scientists have to adhere to the overwhelming evidence. Exactly. And the overwhelming evidence is that coronavirus is more dangerous than any vaccine has ever been in the history of time. Right. Even if you go back to the 1700s, where the first case study, okay, was in Boston at around 1721, when they was doing violation, that is to take the pathogen, take a cut, put it in the arm. This came from African tribes. And for the record, African communities, African slave communities have been practicing violation in the colony before Europeans even thought about exactly. it. This is on record. Exactly. Okay? So, so the first case study is in Boston where they start to measure. Well, if 40 people take the violation, one died. Seven people that did take the violation, one died. Right? So, so they seen that it made more sense to do that. Case study. So 20, 225 years up until now, right? Let me Nothing put, else that's more effective. Yeah, let me put, let me put some now, numbers on it too. Let me put some, some more numbers. You know, I, you know, I love numbers like you do. So VAX um, injuries, VAX-related injuries, because they do happen, like you said earlier and just a few minutes ago, that people highlight the bad to try to make their point. Like they highlight, because again, it's not that you know, it's not that you or either you or I are suggesting that vaccines are completely safe. But again, because we're advocating for for the those who are pushing the pseudoscience, that's how they try to pinpoint us in a corner of something we're not even saying. So, like you said, when you do the case study and get into the numbers, vax-related injuries come out right now to about one in every five thousand. So generally speaking, for all, and this is all vaccines, not just COVID, of course, but amongst all vaccines, vax-related injuries are one in 5,000. Well, we know all of these infectious disease typically come in at about a one in 1,000 deaths. So what people are not understanding when science is saying, okay, we're gonna give out this vaccine, although there is a risk, the risk is much lower than allowing the the, the the disease to run rampant that kills at one in 1,000 versus we can give out this vaccine and it only injures some level of injury that you can get money from, from the VAX court at one in 5,000. VAX-related deaths are so extremely rare, I don't even know the numbers on it. They, you know, it's not that, it's not that a vaccine has never killed anyone. Like, like, we're not, like, they don't understand that from a scientific approach, science is always operating off of probability. But because pseudo people or people who are caught into their beliefs, they assume that you're giving the information from a from a hundred percent perspective because that's how they're taking in their information. They're a hundred percent against something, so they assume that when you're sharing the information, that you're sharing it from a belief perspective, not understanding. We're saying it, we're sharing it from a probability perspective. So you know, just the numbers I'm saying now. It's, it's common sense. If I got a risk of one or injury at one in 5,000 or the risk of death at one in 1,000, you don't have to tell me what those two things are. I'm going to choose the one in 5,000 risk over the one in 1,000, even if I don't know what they are. But that's the reality to taking this potential vaccine versus right now the coronavirus is settling in at about one in 1,000 in deaths. And the, they don't, and the thing is, people focus on the deaths. That's even an unfair extreme because nobody talks about the um, the collateral damage 
whereas one in one thousand, you know, one not you know, everybody says it's ninety nine percent people are going to recover, you know, that kind of thing. But nobody's talking about that for every one death, there's three people that have a coronavirus stroke invoked. There's fourteen people that experience permanent lung damage after surviving it. And we're still only talking about the 20% because 80% of us that are gonna recover no problem. But that 20% ends up being a lot more collateral damage. So some people can look at the 200,000 deaths in the United States and be like, that's not a big number, but that changed that to 600,000 strokes that was caused strictly because of coronavirus. Or even, um, you know, like Scarface, people might remember, he now has, he's on dialysis after having his bout with um, coronavirus. He never was on dialysis, but it, because because the way the coronavirus attacks your body, it can create a lot of other issues. That's what's ended up being very unique. So people like, like to focus on the death to the death to make their point, but when you realize how many people it is really affecting above and beyond even the deaths, now you're like, okay, can we? You, know, you might have to give a more realistic perspective on what can we do about this. So yes. Get your holistic meals in, but here's a reality to even being holistic. If you're just now starting to be holistic, you ain't ready for a virus that's floating around right now. You might be a little too late in the game. And again, it's not to say we don't advocate being holistic, but you can't start that now because a lot of stuff that's your underlying issue is built up over 10, 20 years of you not eating right. So you don't automatically fix your body and now can defend yourself against this novel virus all of a sudden better than a vaccine can. And last thing I'll say, and I'll let you jump back in, is here's another little added point to understanding vaccines. People confuse vaccines with antiviral drugs. They confuse them and they're completely two different things. Drugs actually, once you have something, they attempt to remedy you once you have something. And those have way more side effects. Nobody's rare. Like once you got coronavirus, whatever pill they're about to give you, you're going to take that joint. But whatever pill they give you, it's got way more side effects than a vaccine, who is, which is not an antiviral drug. All it does is assist the body with what the body already does. So for all the people, anti-vaxxers, who are saying the body already does it, they don't understand that we understand and know that the body already does it. But the vaccine is like putting on a bullet, bulletproof vest in a gunfight. <laughs> so let me... <laughs> Okay, so at the beginning of your conversation, you, you was really talking about risk-reward, right? Intelligent communities, thriving cultures have to deal with risk-rewards, okay? These are the tough decisions to make. So, for instance, we know that staying at home, social distancing and masking up, you know what I'm saying, will slow the virus all the way down, right? We get this. But Things are still happening. Like people are still having heart attacks. People are still having strokes. People are still dying, car accidents, getting shot. The world does not stop because coronavirus is here, right? So now shops are closing down, factories are closing down. So now, although we slowed down the virus, now we got homeless people. We got people not getting proper medical care. You got people pulling their hair out, committing suicide. So now the risk reward for staying home doesn't make as much sense. You got to make the tough decisions. This doesn't mean that they're anti-science. It simply means they're looking at the science and realizing, man, this motherfucker about to fall, yo. We got to take the Now, the risk of going to work is better than having that shit totally shut down. But the pseudo will take advantage of that type of exactly.
Okay, so I'm glad you brought in the risk reward. And then you broke in the point of herbs and spices, and that's my little joke, right? Could help some of the symptoms after you have the damn disease, which is COVID-19. Not before, why? Because most people don't understand the immune system, and I can't really fault them on that, Black Socrates. The immune system works like this. A germ, a bacteria, or pathogen enters the body, goes through the skin, which is your first part of your immune system, and interacts with cells. The particular pathogen trains the cells if the body's not familiar with it. It comes back with killer T cells or memory T cells, right, to combat it. But the pathogen has to train the immune system. So the next time that it comes back, then the body is now ready for it. We got the whole cold. We ready for it. The army is now trained up to fight this way, and now we're ready. Exactly. Food, herbs, and spices do not train your immune system. Only the pathogen, okay, only the bacteria can actually train the immune or system. Better That's yet, my point. But or better yet, the vaccine trains your body while in a control measure you know, whatever, because, again... Yeah, I didn't even... Right, I ain't getting to that point. Okay, go ahead. I, the last point I would make is that the vaccine tricks the body into thinking right. that this is the disease. Right. Fake training. It tricks the body, like the mRNA vaccine. It tricks the body that these particular molecules, you know what I'm saying, is the disease. Right. This particular protein is the disease. Right. The body trains up for it, Okay, and then you're actually ready for the COVID nineteen disease. You got your bulletproof vest. That's on. the difference. You got your bulletproof vest on that. That's the point. And so no, no, no vitamins, no vitamins. Like Farrakhan gave advice for us to go outside, take our clothes off, and sunbathe. First of all, the sun does not produce vitamin C. D. D okay, D, I'm gonna say it again. D, vitamin D. Yeah. Vitamin D. The sun does not. Your body actually yeah. does. So the sun interacting with your skin, your melocytes, actually produces and synthesizes vitamin D. Let's get that all straight. Even the food that you get vitamin D from, like fatty fishes and all that, you know what I'm saying? It's still, your body has to take that and convert it into the vitamin D, okay? So he's wrong. It's just a vitamin. Vitamins don't do that. Uh, it's a term they use. They call it uh, self. Self means everything that's in your body. Okay, inner self. When we, in, in, in virology, when we talk about inner self, we're talking about the things that are natural to your body. So, for instance, if I have a heart attack, I want to transplant, right? That heart would not be my inner self. My body attacks that. So, that's why they got to give you uh, immune suppressing drugs when people take, uh, uh, you know, when they get implants of heart oh, okay. and an implant of liver and all oh, that okay. stuff, right? because it's not of self. It's not of your body, okay, it makes sense. So food is not of self. That's why some people will have peanut eversions and allergic to certain things. Mm -hmm. The immune system will attack it, that's what that is, because it's not of self. But the body recognizes food as not being dangerous. You feel me? Right. So don't let these herb just tell you that any of these things can protect you from a virus. That's not true. Yeah, not true. How about you can go to the Harvard School of Medicine and type in boost immunity. Right. You cannot you boost, your immunity. boost your immunity. But it's, first, but it's good for sales, point, though. Great for sales. <laughs> right. First, first, look, first point, though, 
is that scientists don't even understand the whole immune system. There's so many different cells involved in the immune system in your gut, skin, everywhere that they don't even fully understand the immune system. So don't come tell me that you understand the immune system to the point where you know how to boost it. The, 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 you know, you can reset it with good rest, right. getting nutrients, right? right? All cells need nutrients, right. eating proper diets, right. okay, will help you. But as far as reboosting, though, there has not been yeah, any rest scientific probably, evidence that you could actually yeah, boost that's your immune yeah, system. Yeah, that's not true. Yeah, rest will probably be what trump everything that anybody's thinking about doing considering doing as you as you're saying because they're still learning about that because like you said it's so it's so much to it that they're still learning 50 years from now you know science may know how to actually do it but in the meantime the rest and reset is again and we're not and again even as you and i saying it i'm not even telling you don't take your you know, mule boosters, no, but I am telling you, if I want to be a, like I say right now, we're just being honest with everybody. The the the, the immune abuse thing is just a marketing tool for the companies that make their money off selling that stuff. Like we are in a capitalistic society, and anything that catches and latches, people will use to their advantage to sell you something. So it's just keeping it real. So it's, you know, so, you know, because like you know, people hearing you and I right now. They're like, well, what do they know against all this stuff that says I can boost your immunity? I'm like, the company that's selling you that is selling you that, bro. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, that's the that, well. Well, the pseudo community is thriving on all these herbs. Yeah, they spices, money off of it too. Liquish, this and that. Yeah, and loss, they, that. yeah because because they're taking once again, they're taking advantage of our fears, the fear that we have with white people, the fear that we have with medicine, the fear that we have with one study that we ran. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Tuskegee experiment, right? So we 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 actually live in fear, the fear of medicine. And and I want to go back to a point you made that vaccine medicine is the safest medicine on planet Earth. Right. When you start getting to the pharmaceutical and drugs and all that don't, stuff, don't use the term medicine though. Don't term you know because because now you're gonna still confuse it with the antiviral. But I'm not. No, yeah, yeah. no I'm just saying yeah. we call it vaccine yeah. medicine. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And and here's how we know that it's the safest. Like I'm gonna prove your point. So. So when we think of even aspirin, right, that people are pretty much comfortable with. I know some people don't take aspirin, but generally speaking, we accept aspirin. But any other medicine that's out there, when you think about medicine, you know, once you go to the hospital and you got some type of ailment, if, if you're an adult or if you're a teenager or you're an infant, those medicines typically have dosages that are proper based on how old you are. You know, and so we, yep. the adults will have a certain level that they can take, again, the, you know, the rhythm of it. And for the teenagers, it's a little bit less. And for infants, it's the it's the least amount, right? Because if you give that, you give that adult, I mean, you give that child an adult dosage, that could be extremely dangerous, correct? Freeze for a minute. We got a comment in here. Okay. Robert Foster, okay, so I already know he, he says, the best defense to combat outside, inside bacteria is the food medicine you put on your plate simple and plain wise up now nah, you're crazy no i don't call them crazy, <laughs> no, don't call them crazy because no I, I i you don't call him crazy but no 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 i'm gonna say he's crazy hold on hold on i'm gonna say he's crazy because for the first 300 and uh 45 years of human existence we were at the mercy of viruses. I understand. Of viruses yeah, and bacteria. Let me, let me throw this in, though. The reason I say don't. Hold on, let me finish. Okay, let me okay. finish. Do you throw it in? Okay. We was at the mercy. Okay? So, not until they started realizing that you should take the pathogen 
okay, and use it against the pathogen to train your immune system, then humans rise up. So there weren't any quote-unquote uh, genetically modified foods, okay? There weren't any, uh, 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 um, what's the food that we eat now? Uh, damn, what's it called, man? Uh, with packaging and salt, extra salt and stuff added and all that. Additive, uh, there wasn't that additive, type of food. Additives. All that it wasn't none of that dyes and stuff in food. It was you killed the food, no, or you or, 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 or you pulled the uh, uh you pulled the, you picked the berries and nuts and you ate it. If if the statement is true that he said, if that's true what he said, then why in the hell did the rest of the humans before the African genius come into play? Then how come they was at the mercy of the virus? Because on the Nile River, that there aren't any industrial plants, right. there aren't any chemicals in the water yeah. at this point. There is none of that. Right. Food is pure as it can be. Right. How come they was at the mercy of the court? Right. That's how you know he wrong. Well, well, go was, ahead. Yeah, I'm not saying he's correct. I was just kind of pointing out that what he's saying is along the right path, but best ends up being good food in addition to the African genius realizing if we offer this inoculation of this pre-introduced this virus, we are now safer. So the best ends up being your food and the inoculation process of the vaccine. That ends up being better than what he said. But again, people like himself will stop at that, not understanding that the vaccine has proven to be much better. It's, you know, I mean, that's just keeping it yeah, real. It's, it's proven to be way better. Yeah. You know what I mean? But again, it's not preventative. Eating good food is not preventative like you think it is. It will. So eating bad food will cause other types of disease like high blood pressure, uh, sugar diabetes. These diseases come out based off your diet. We're not talking about that. You can be the most fit person walking around on planet Earth, a super vegan, eat all the super berries, running around in the Congo or running around in the Amazon some damn where, and coronavirus coming there, the novel virus coming there, and attack your immune system, and you get sick and die. That is the truth, that is the reality. Now we understand why black communities die at a high rate, because of the comorbidities, because of the way we eat crazy and we're, we're susceptible, you know what I'm saying, based off of already having disease. We're not talking about that, okay? We're not, we're, that's not the, the, those numbers have been panned out and I have not heard of our houses actually say that. So that's that's a pseudo claim right there. That's, so we're not saying don't eat. I'm not telling you not to be a vegan. I'm not telling you processed foods. That's, that's okay, the word I want to use. Yeah. There weren't any processed foods, right? right? So, so I'm not telling anybody not to take their goji birds and other, they, they, I'm not saying that. What I will tell you is, is that there are side effects. Watch this. I am so confused how people are worried about uh, a vaccine that are tested, FDA approval, independent scientists, governmental scientists that test these things and regulate these things, but they're not opposed to taking stuff that you order on a store, you don't even know the damn person. Yeah. It's not FDA approved. You know what I'm saying? You just take, you don't know how much to take. You talked about that earlier about how much are you taking. You don't know nothing. You don't trust the person. You don't know what type of simile line they have. You don't know none of that, but you take it and put it in your damn mouth. It's called ridiculous to me, bro. I don't understand that. I can explain it. I, I, I can explain it, though. I can explain why that happens. Explain, explain how they trust. Yeah, okay. Because what happens is, you gotta, you gotta consider, um, again, marketing. And so the idea of, um, you take, go add in, which you already know about this. I'm not, I'm, it's a little bit of what I'm saying, I'll be talking to the choir, but it'll, but it'll explain why people do that. 
So what happens is, you know, our medical history in this country. So we actually have, you know, very fair concern based on some of the history in the country. So once we started adding a, a, a well-founded distrust for the medical community, I'm talking, you know, based on some things that have happened this morning, yeah. so that we, we can agree that those are well-founded distrust. And so when you have, unfortunately, history where some people have went to the hospital or went to doctors and, you know, we've lost some people unfairly due to white, white neglect quite often, you know, but we, but we connect that directly to the science because we went to the scientists, we went to the doctors, you know what I mean? So we now we connect, you know, if you really look into those situations, it's usually some, some, some type of individual neglect that led to something bad happening. It wasn't the science itself, but that is the natural connection. So because of those fears that we have into what the government would do and what white people might do. So what happens is we started getting, we started seeking out anything that was promoted as natural, uh, not having preservatives. We started seeking it out because it reminded us of the historical period when we used to could not go to the doctor and our, and our, and our community was forced to have to go in a sense to, I don't want to use the term witch doctor here in the US, but the typical witch doctor that you would see in the Africa. So we had that, we were forced to resort to home remedies. Then we don't understand the history of this country where historically, for an example, for example, in, our, in, the, in the South, for example, the average black doctor was 20 miles away for the, for the average African-American in the South, for example. And so during that period, we were forced to come up with a bunch of home remedies some of them accidentally worked okay. Some of them had no effect. It was a it was a pseudo effect, uh, you know, placebo effect, I should say, not pseudo placebo effect. And so that's how we have, for example, rampant. Um, not so much now, but if you remember when we were young, we would have all these rampant home remedies that people just told you would work, because it came from a period where we didn't have access to doctors and things of that nature. So anyway, I said it today. So the reason that you end up, people end up trusting something that says natural in a, in a, in a bottle without whatever concern with the FDA is because they mentally have the FDA is bad and if the FDA is not for our interest, they're not realizing that their other natural bottle is just went through the same process as the pill you don't want to take from this doctor is went through the same process without any approval, without any, you know, so, so people don't even realize, they've never connected that this, the assumption is this is just put together naturally so it's safe. That's the assumption that people make. So that's why, you see what I'm saying? That's why they don't even consider what you just said. The assumption is it says natural, so this is using natural ingredients. Go ahead. Hmm. So they just, because so, they never oh, make that assumption, oh. that's why they don't consider what you said. So watch this. So uh, specifically in this pseudo age, new age, right? So we know in the 1970s, the new age movement came in. And what the new age movement did was they was, they, they was anti-science. They were science deniers. Yeah. They was all nature, nature, natural, natural, natural. And so there was a, a campaign, okay, to promote natural this and natural that. Yeah. They actually misused the word natural right. in the 70s, right? But this is natural is better. Natural is this. The truth is, nature is what kills you at the end of the day. <laughs> Simple as that. Like, your natural environment kills you. It wears you down until you're out of here. And it recycles you again. So, but they, the new age community, which was the European community, the new age, the smoke the weed, the take the pills, the acid, 
the hippie movement. This was the new age movement where they started to shun real education, right? Vietnam war was going on, the government, anti-governmental everything, uh, racism, white supremacy, the whole nine yards. And so this offered up that is peace and love. Just because you're black, I love you. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? That that movement, so that that, that ushered in the campaign of quote unquote nature right. and natural right. best. Right. Right. This is this is where we at right now. Right. And it's so funny how how we actually back in the 60s with that right now, that the quote unquote supposed to be intelligent community, the conscious community are really operating from a paradigm of the 60s. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like our responses are 60 like. Right. You, you feel me? Yeah, well, well, they go, wait a minute. You couldn't even walk down the street without getting you could get hung from walking down the street. Look looking at, at a white woman the wrong way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't be on the same side like. That's not it. You couldn't go to a white bathroom, bro. There were signs up there. So I, I don't think we're willing to accept the change. I think you talk about this a lot. We understand the whys, right? We, we, we have empathy. You know what I'm saying? We get it. But like at a certain point, you, you, you fighting for a black bathroom when you just have a bathroom now. Go use the bathroom. You walking up to the bathroom saying, my ancestors couldn't use that bathroom, but you can use it. Why don't you use it? You can go to school now. Why don't you go? You you can participate in science. Participate in science. And then you can really do what you want to do. You want to be able to have uh, black scientists, but that doesn't help because we got black scientists that actually help in the, in, in the creation of the uh, uh, the vaccine. Yes, particularly the two and you say what they use yeah, the particular two that are leading, I, I bring this up to people when I'm having these dialogues too, because, you know, again, they resort to the history, not realizing that specifically in the U.S. and, you know, some parts of Europe or whatever, well, even when the things that were historically done, and here's the other context that people lack when they think of the historical stuff. When you go study those issues that we now know were done, you know, things that were done improper, people never put in perspective the size or the sample size of who it was done to. So what happens is, you know, you can take up a, a Tuskegee experiment that only affects about 600 people, not saying that's okay that it affected 600 people, right? Or you can go see, for example, you know, we know we have prime examples of how um, the medical field would use prisoners. Like there's examples of them using particular prisoners at a particular prison, right? Where they, they did some, you know, some medical experiments. So people don't put in context that yes, those things happen, but they don't realize that it only happened amongst a few people. So we don't have we don't have these wide examples where an entire country did some of these things to a whole group of us. But that's so we apply unfairly to today that some type of conspiracy could be wide when even the ones we have in history are always limited because the conspiracy is always going to be limited because all you need is one person to blow the whistle to blow the conspiracy. And so people never want to put that in context. Then the other part of what I want to say in this is, um, you know, just the aspect of, like you say, coming from, from, you know, from that time period. Well, what happens is even when those things were done, it was a period where they didn't, we wasn't the scientists. We wasn't even involved in the process at no point. So even the ones that you can point out and we know for a fact were done, if you go see who was involved in the process, this was prior to us being able to get up in, in, into those positions to be involved. So now, like you said, we got black scientists and doctors and endiologists and immunization doctors all throughout the process. So we don't realize that we're, 
by just running in the way that we are running from this and saying we don't trust the government, we don't trust these people, we don't realize we're actually not putting any faith in our own people who are involved throughout the whole process. And you're actually dismissing all those black doctors and all those black scientists who are involved in the process as if to say they all could be paid off. If you, you know what I'm saying? People don't realize that that's subconsciously what they're really saying. And so you're really making these white people so powerful that they can trick all of our black scientists to be involved, like the sister that helped with the um, the Pfizer vaccine, and then the brother from Nigeria helped with the um, Moderna vaccine. So, so people would ask me, like, oh, you could pay them off. Like, if you talk to enough black scientists or immunization doctors, which I've talked to and I know you've talked to, like, all of them are not going to disregard their 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 Hipp Hippocratic oath. Like they they in this game for us, and you will not find people that are actually in the field of this arena talking down on this stuff. What people do is they take scientists who are not in the field that talk down on it, and and because they already believe the confirmation bias, because that scientist might be saying what they want to hear, they take it as gospel. They don't realize that you and I are talking to the people who do the work specifically. Like, I, like I, I, I literally had a guy one time uh, bring on an insect scientist to negate what I'm, some of what I'm talking about. I'm like, an uh, insect scientist don't do none of this. <laughs> you said an insect scientist. Let me say this, though. So I, I always like to bring up the example of... Um, uh, Percy Julian, right? Yeah. Now, he born in 1899, you know? Okay? So, man, we've had scientists, man. This guy, he go to Harvard. Uh, he worked for DuPont. He go through the I can't sleep in the room, in the dorm. I got to sleep in the store. They do him like that, man. This guy reached total synthesis, yo. He unlocked the magic of plants, man. He actually uh, 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 separated the active ingredients in plants. Right. And he reached total synthesis, right? And so, you know, he had to end up building his own company in Mexico, his own pharmaceutical company, right? And I, I'm saying, like, he giving rise. This is this the people talking a pharmaceutical company now. This guy is 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 at the leading edge of the industry. Percy, him and his son, and he live in a mansion. He's sitting in the tree shooting at white people because they had burned the daggone cross on his daggone lawn. So he's like, oh, I'm gonna get on and come back. He shoot down when they come back to his house. Him and his son in the tree. Right. All right. So he ain't trying to hit. He ended up being a millionaire, bro. So I'm saying is, if he could do it, being born in 1899, then like I was saying, yo, we tripping. Like, 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 no, we can't pod through the economic aspects of it. Me and you always have these conversations. You need reparations for that to even it up. Okay. Collective. But but just the but things that you can individually, do. Individually, you can get you could get to it. Period. You can get right. You can get to the point you need to. But all right, man. I think we had a good conversation. Mm -hmm. I don't like to rock them too long, okay. way, man. I like to get in and get out, man. I'm glad you came in, man. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm hoping you have a show. I'm trying to get you to have a show on the Mental Dialogue. Mm -hmm. Make sure y'all go ahead and check out the podcast, man. Our Mental Dialogue, man, is on YouTube. Uh, I know you go live on Facebook, right? Yeah. Uh, your main show is on Saturdays. Yeah, that's go on ahead, Blog Talk Radio. But you can, if you go to my Facebook page at Mental Dialogue, is always going to be playing there. And um, on the bio on IG, and then if if you miss it on Saturdays, just go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and look up Mental Dialogue, and you'll find our old shows. So appreciate you for that, King. 
Yeah, man, absolutely, man. Make make sure you also check out uh Chill. All right, man. He got a powerful show on YouTube and on Facebook. Shout out to Chill. Shout out to all the groups, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh MBK, uh Pseudo Killers, right? Um, man, I'm a raw squad, Kofi Pasa Research Team, I'm a raw squad, man. We all practice scientific literacy, man. We're here for the community, man. We're not trying to talk over y'all heads. And make sure the first of the year, the week of the 4th, January the 4th, we will have some biologists from the University of Maryland. Oh, I want to make sure I see that. Day. Yeah, I want to see that. Right. See, right? perfect example. He's bringing a virologist in. Like, we, we're not competing with scientists who, you know, that feel like you feel, but don't study this. Like, scientists don't have no. time to get into other fields. They just don't. That's how busy no. their lives are. No, they, but they're experts. There's a reason why they had a doctorate. They, they, because they, it's called specialized medicine, y'all. Yeah. All right. And then they, they join them together. Just like, just like if you're a biologist, you're a biologist. You're not a physicist. Okay. And they bring these disciplines together. That's how they do it to under-answer questions. They bring it together. They've learned that over time. Right. But anyway, man, I appreciate everybody coming through, man. Hey, I'm out of here, man. Black African power, man. Peace and love. All right, Montoya, I'll hit you up. All right, later.